Welcome back, sexies. In this episode, we will prove that the swinging lifestyle is exactly like high school all over again. We're going to show you how to deal with the constellation of emotions that you will experience while participating in the lifestyle. Your emotions will run high. Your stuff will come up. Stuff means insecurities, values, confidence, limiting beliefs and memories, things like that. But here's the good news. Imagine going back to high school or college with all the knowledge you have today. Awesome, right? Just remember to stay in your lane at first. If you're not the good-looking quarterback on the football team, don't expect to fuck the head cheerleader at your first swingers party. But there is hope. We're about to give you five strategies to make your lifestyle experience the best time of your life as a swinger. Welcome to the Priory Society. This sexy lifestyle podcast is for sexually open-minded people. Our listeners want to explore their sexual fantasies and desires by participating in the swinging lifestyle. This show is designed to chronicle our journey and experiences. We are not therapists and we do not give medical or professional advice. We broadcast for entertainment purposes only. This podcast contains explicit language and is intended for mature audiences. Hey everybody, welcome home to the Priory Society. My name is Isis and my handsome husband, he's right here. His name is Eros. Hola, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo Hola, están todos? Hi. Hey. ¿Qué pedo, cabrones? Eh, hey, ya, cállate. Estoy haciendo el intro, güey. Hey, pues, sabes. Okay. Chúpamela, ¿no? <laughs> if you're a first-time listener to our program, let me give you the 30-second version of why we started this show. Participating in the swinging lifestyle is really like being in a secret society. I mean, you're forced to lead a secret life of sexual adventure. You keep your activities private. You don't tell your friends where you're going or who you're meeting. And you certainly can't discuss your innermost desires with random people in your life because they wouldn't understand. Yeah, you see, throughout history, there have been several mystery schools that have guided initiates through their rites of passage. And they also taught their entered apprentices knowledge of the ages, spirituality, other courses of learning. And many of them, they had to teach in secret or underground to avoid being judged for their beliefs. In fact, that's how and why we chose the name of our podcast, The Priory Society. It fits perfectly. So you're now part of our naughty society just by listening to our episodes. So Ooh. you're welcome. And we hope to meet you all in person soon at some point when we organize listener parties, wine tastings, or meet and greets, things like that. Yeah. And we produce the podcast really for one reason, and that's to coach you guys so you don't make unnecessary mistakes during your journey. And we know where the landmines are buried. I mean, we've been there. And there is no need to waste time or money while making all kinds of rookie mistakes. We want to mentor you as you go through your journey in the lifestyle because we really want this part of your life to be the most amazing experience ever. We invite you to discover your pleasure with the Priory Society. Here at the Priory Society, we don't have any special handshakes or things like that, like the Freemasons do. So the only way you're going to recognize each other as cool Priory Society people is by wearing a t-shirt with our logo on it. We're going to get some t-shirts made with our seal so you guys can recognize each other out in the vanilla wild. We have tens of thousands of listeners, so chances are high that you're going to run into somebody that is just as cool as you, especially, I mean, if they're a listener and they're at a swingers event. So talk about establishing rapport, finding a bunch of things in common with your new friends, right? You can laugh mm -hmm. at our goofy things we say here or <laughs> talk about and compare notes on an episode or maybe a term from the Leatherbound Perverted Dictionary or something <laughs> like that. It really starts with you and the transformation starts from within. So a little bit of warning as you explore the lifestyle, your stuff is going to come up, like my lady said. We mean that your activities will trigger what we call the swingers constellation of emotions. This is a collection of feelings that you're going to need to be aware of so that you're not caught off guard. So there are no particular order. We're going to list them here in just a moment with the help of my lovely and beautiful wife. We want to do our contact information really fast here so you guys know how to get a hold of us. You can find everything on our website, PriorySociety.com. Send us an email to info at PriorySociety.com. Our Twitter handle is at PriorySociety. Send us a message on Kick. Our username there is Latino Sexy Couple. And you can find us on Cassidy.com as Latino Sexy Couple. And on SDC.com as Latino SXY Couple. 
And please, guys, give us a nice rating on iTunes and on your other podcast platforms that you use. This is a kind and gentle way to tell people, hey, these guys are doing something good over there at the Priory Society. You might want to take a listen. So Mm -hmm. we really appreciate your feedback and you helping us spread the word. We're still a fairly new podcast with just six episodes in, counting this one. So we really do need your help out there. Give us a shout out from your channel or from your profile page or from your Twitter, and we appreciate it. Now, we love the swinging lifestyle, but we also know that it becomes way more fun when you become the best version of yourself because you see only then will you attract the best experiences to you with the sexiest people being part of your scenarios and do you know what helps you become a better person i do you do Yes, it's an ancient (laughs) text called the Leather-Bound Perverted Dictionary. Oh, Oh, yes. And you can hear the pages right here. Get ready to activate the tree of life array of chakras in your human spirit and in your physiology as we discuss the term for today. And the term is the constellation of emotions for swingers. This is a wave of feelings that you will be bombarded with as you navigate the swinger lifestyle. Now, these emotions, they have deep roots and are associated with you discovering your character and your boundaries as you begin to experiment sexually with others. Here they are. Excitement, curiosity, anger, arousal, confidence, fear, ecstasy, self-esteem, guilt, love, anxiety, happiness, jealousy, and bliss. Now, these emotions are in no particular order, but they can be connected together like a constellation. And therefore, one feeling may trigger one or more other sensations. But the stronger you grow as a swinger, the more in control you'll be at all times. Now, your job is to grow as a person so that the only emotions that you feel are the ones associated with pure pleasure, confidence, bliss, things like that. And the negative feelings or limiting decisions cannot exist for very long in a person that's well-adjusted and that lives their life with overwhelming gratitude, love, trust, and confidence with their life partner. That's the real goal here. Yeah, so when you think about the Leatherbound Perverted Dictionary and those terms, you will experience all of these emotions. And we're going to have them listed on the website, so you can go back to them at any time. Yes. Go to PriorySociety.com forward slash episode six, and you'll be able to see them there. So when you're in a play scenario or when you're on a play date, you may feel you know those issues with confidence or self-esteem. And then right before you're in a play scenario, you might get full arousal, maybe some guilt, Hey, is it really okay that my partner is watching me do this? Right. You might feel some anxiety if you're making too many noises and expressing too much joy. You you wonder, hey, is this going to hurt my partner's feelings right. if I'm enjoying this too much? That's right. And you will experience happiness and, of course, ecstasy oh, uh, You know, yeah. after you play <laughs> and you're leaving the hotel room and you're high-fiving your partner. Right. But then again, some of these other emotions may have a delayed effect. So we just want to make you aware of them during the section called the Leatherbound Perverted Dictionary, because the sooner you know about these, the better equipped you'll be to handle them as they come up. So let's use it in a skit with help from an in-studio guest. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, he yeah. goes by the name of Felipe the Inseminator. I love you. Are you ready, Felipe? Oh, yeah. I'm ready all the time. I'm ready for you, baby. Wait, what? Ready, oh, ready. You know what? Never mind. In my penis. Here we go. Hi, Felipe. Why do they call you the inseminator? Because I cream pie. But do you ever wear condoms for sex? I don't like. I don't like it. Okay, but hold on. Do you ever feel guilty about trying to get the ladies pregnant? I drink a lot of milk before I can squirt. A lot of cum everywhere. Do you ever feel any other emotions when you bring the ruckus to the ladies? Yes, I feel like on... Con- uh, like you, a constellation? Like, like, like you say, I feel the concern sometimes. Okay, but you do know what we're trying to do here, right? I, I love your booty. But, okay, well, let me ask you this way. Do you feel an assortment or a web of emotions ever? Yeah, I feel it. Constellation. I I feel feel constipated. Sometimes I eat at the truck. You know what? Fuck this. You're not going to say that you feel the constellation of emotions. So you know what? I'm done. Can I have a glass of milk? You know what? Get the fuck out of here, man. You're not getting this. I love you every day. Estás pendejo o qué? Un vaso de leche, no? Let me get some milk, please. Get the fuck out of here, man. Hey, Hey, man. Can I have a dick suck, please? (laughs) (laughs) Me la chupas, por favor. Okay, let's bring this back. Look, in the next few weeks, we're going to devote an entire episode to what we call the sacred cube of success. Understanding this, along with the 
What was that word that you were trying to say? The constellation of emotions. Yes. It will absolutely help you get more high quality pussy and dick into your life. But for now, we want to give you some actionable items that you can work on immediately. And we want you to start laying the mental foundation so you can start being more attractive to others, which leads us to our main topic. How the lifestyle is like high school all over again. Now, let's start off with some clarification and an important disclaimer for the people that don't listen carefully because, you know what, maybe you have the podcast in the background, you're listening to this episode while you're at work or, you know, doing other stuff, it's in your earbuds. But yeah, let's clarify some things right now. Yeah, this is not a primer on how to pick up high school chicks or high school like guys, right? No, No, you can't. It's not that. I just want to put that disclaimer out there. It's very important. That, right? uh, that's a good one. Yeah. No, look, even I like right now, Yeah, I take the long way to my destinations. Like I know if I have to either come to the office or I have to go on errands or visit uh-huh. properties, things like that. I avoid all the high schools. There's no reason to go near them at all. There's well, just no not, reason. Not really. No, my GPS in the car okay. is a very advanced system. It has a point of interest. Like it'll tell you hospitals, parking garages, oh, sure. right? Normal stuff. So it knows where the schools are at and it just avoids all of them. It's just a safe bet. Wait, do you mean you program your GPS to avoid yeah, the high school? Sometimes I override it. I just go all the way around the mountain if I have to, but I, I don't want to drive by them, okay? why, why especially when the bell rings. I don't want to be around there. Why can't you just drive by and not get out of the car? Don't stop. I don't. There's no reason for me to do that. I mean, look, I don't even like young chicks. You know what I mean? I don't like that. They would have to be of age, but I would love the administrators. You know, like a young teacher, a hot teacher. Yeah, they got good pensions That's, coming in. Oh, yeah. Steady paycheck, right? Yeah. You know, good financial record keeping and probably sure. good credit score. Like that. I love that stuff. Sure. Right? But there's no other real reason why I should be there, especially like when the bell rings at 258. There's no reason for me to be around Wait. the high school. <laughs> you know the exact time the bell rings? Well, our son, you know. Oh, I know. I, I know. He, I he know. wants us to pick him up sometimes. <laughs> and like, I don't want, I'd rather him take an Uber. Just right. Get yeah. I'll pick you up from your friend's house. Yeah. Take an Uber to your friend's house <laughs> yeah. and we'll take it from there. <laughs> You know, you don't want to be, look, the flesh is weak, man. That's you know right. what I mean? And then the administrators, they get out of school. And these high school girls, they look very advanced. And yeah, it's a GMO, maturity. man. Monsanto, the genetically modified organisms. And, you yeah. know, they're corn fed, but it's genetically modified corn. Yep. So, I mean, you know, you don't know. They wear makeup and shit. They do their hair every day, their makeup, yeah. the outfits. No, 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 no. You just, look, it's not even worth it, man. You just got to go, stay away. You know what? It's a good idea. Stay away from the whole damn thing. Just don't even get yourself near the smell of trouble. Nope, none of that. Okay. Okay, so let's keep the you GPS as it is. You said smell of trouble, and I started, ah. Oh. <laughs> Oops. No, I started picturing a young, you know, young teacher. You oh, know, a young like teacher. With a master's okay. degree. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Wearing a nice, you know, they want to be not too flirty because they're around students, So, but they're still sensual as fuck, right? And they take care of themselves. Oh, and yeah. yeah. My they, goodness. They work out and shit. Oh, yeah. Nice calves. Nice everything. <laughs> <laughs> nice everything. <laughs> I want them to give me some of that coffee cake that they have at the schools. I oh, love that. reminds that's the me. Best. Yeah. And you know, it's fitting because with our topic today about how the lifestyle is exactly like high school all over again, we're going to go through some parallels here with five different topics that we have ready to go here. Yeah. And with these parallels, we're going to fire them off. And then we're also going to discuss them briefly. Like we'll give you a few sentences per. We're going to make the connection and the analogy. But then more importantly, we're going to give you some strategies and techniques and tips Five, to be specific, that are going to help you take all that knowledge that you've had, your current knowledge, and go out there and be a badass motherfucker in the lifestyle. You're going to be very effective and you're going to be very good at what you do as a result of listening to the Priory Society podcast. So let's go with number one. Number one is that high school was a significant part of your life and the lifestyle is now a very, very important part of your life. And it can be called the most exciting time of your life. You're starting another chapter. Back in high school, you were looking forward to experiencing so many new things. You could go to college. You could travel. You could move out of state. There were a lot of possibilities. Choose your degree. Choose which school you wanted to go to, what summer trip you were going to do with your friends as like the final celebration of your senior year, stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. And even today in the lifestyle, you're discovering, hey, what's my level of play? Do I want to just do soft swap? Do I want to just go to resorts and hang out? Do I want to play locally? Do I want to travel to Mexico, to the resorts there, or Jamaica? Do I want to only play when I'm away? There's a lot of decisions to be made, but it's very, very exciting part of your life. And when you start getting involved in it, you realize how many facets there are and how deep you can go. For example, we consider ourselves a full swap couple. Yes. All right. And of course, there are certain qualifications, like there must be some basic attraction, physical attraction and chemistry, of course. And we have to feel that, you know, you're a nice match for us. But, 
you think about a full swap scenario, it's welcomed. But if we're going to soft swap, then we have to like you even more. Yes. Because you're not fucking. Exactly. But you're doing a lot of cool stuff. It's not like you're losing anything. Many soft swap scenarios are pretty damn amazing. They can be and so hot. The things you do can be very, very amazing. And your connection can be just as good because you're doing a lot of the makeout stuff, right? Yeah. So you start to discover within the lifestyle all of the different facets. And again, it's very exciting. It is very exciting. And it's really like a second chance to do things right. So it's like a new beginning. Yeah. Number two, we're talking about self-esteem. Now, this one is huge. That's what she said. (laughs) Okay. So back in high school, when you were younger, you're starting to discover your feelings of belonging. (laughs) Your confidence is really being molded. You're dealing with self-esteem, your stuff. You're asking yourself, does that boy or girl like me? Do I have the right hairstyle? Am I tall enough? Am I his or her type? And the same thing really applies today when you go to swingers events. It's no different. I mean, the same emotions that you had back then, you start getting out there again. You start feeling the same things, Mm -hmm. right? It's part of that same constellation of emotions. Right. Hey, man, am I fit enough for this couple? This couple, I saw their profile. They love to do CrossFit. They're doing all kinds of outdoor activities. Yes. You know, I work at a corporate office. I don't work out that much, depending on who's thinking about this, right? Not describing us because, you know, we do get out there. Mm -hmm. But you start thinking about, hey, does this person like me? Am I their type? What can I do to become more like their type? Yeah. And you start messing yourself up with all these emotions and you start thinking, dude, How do I get this person to like me? Right. Think about in high school times. Think about the most attractive girl on campus. It could have been the really smart girl in humanities in the magnet program, right? You know, super smart, well-to-do, good family. Sure. Super sexy and stuff. A lot of guys liked her. Oh, yeah. She could have been the cheerleader girl. We like to use the cheerleader analogy because a lot of people can kind of picture that and relate to that. You know, a lot of the guys wanted to be with the cheerleader. She was popular. She had nice legs. She was walking around in her uniform. It's amazing, right? Yeah. And at the same time, you have to realize, hey, your self-esteem issues can play mind tricks on you. And so we're going to talk a little bit later how you do need to stay in your own lane. But when my lady said earlier that if you're not the all-star athlete, you know, don't expect to get the head cheerleader at your first party. Listen, you can get the head cheerleader. Oh, yeah. The lifestyle is full of beautiful women of all ages and all sizes. And they're all wonderful in their own way. Right. And they're all there to do stuff with the right person. (laughs) Sure. All you have to do is get your shit together, get your head trash right, get rid of things that don't serve you, get rid of the negative emotions and limiting decisions that you don't need for any reason. Get your self-esteem right and start getting what you deserve. You have the second chance and you got to go out there and get it. Yeah. And just remember, if you're feeling insecure, there are other people that are battling their own insecurities too. And that's really a big reason why you see cliques and groups forming. I mean, back in, back in high school, the jocks hung out together, the nerds hung out together, the the drama. Yeah. The drama, (laughs) the band hung out together. And that's because people feel more comfortable with other people who are like themselves. Yeah. That's right. So they don't have to deal with any insecurities because they know that the people they hang out with are already going to like them. They've already accepted them. Yeah. And that's a great thing because you find real good friends, but it's also hard to make friends with other groups of people and break out of that mold. It's hard to infiltrate a new group sometimes. Yeah. And it's the same way in the lifestyle. Yep. You'll go to a party and you'll see these groups that are just hanging out together. And these are people that just know each other. They've known each other for years. They've just been to many parties and they've just gotten to know each other. That's all. It doesn't mean that they're actually doing each other, that they're having sex, or they're right. playing together. They just feel comfortable with each other because there's a certain level of rapport and yes. familiarity yes. with each other. And so all you have to do is just kind of be around that a little bit. And not only will you break through your self-imposed limiting beliefs, but you'll start being courted by the very people that you probably feared in high school. Right. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. So number three is that in high school, you're starting to date and flirt and discover the opposite sex. And in the lifestyle, you're also dating again. Right. But as an adult... And maybe you're a single person or a couple and, you know, people are just learning how to date and interact with the opposite sex or other couples. Like, how do you flirt? What's going too far? I mean, what do you say? Yeah. You got to start developing your game. game. Like you've been married for a while. Maybe you have, you know, grown children now, or maybe you've just been together with your significant other for quite some time. And dude, you're rusty at the game. Like, how do you roll up? Hey, uh, (laughs) you know, like I have a good technique that people can use now. Okay. It could get you in trouble, but if you're in a play scenario, then only good can come from it. Okay. Hopefully, right? Well, so what is it? here's how you find out whether a girl likes you or not. You just go up to her uh-huh. and you put your penis in her hand. <laughs> you just 
You just take, you just, <laughs> just have her it hold out. it. And then look, she's going to do something with Test it. Test her reaction. She might say like, ew, what are you doing? Or she might say, oh, <laughs> or she might say, what's that smell like? Ew. Why does that smell like bologna? Bologna. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you don't know what kind of reaction you get. She might put it in her mouth. Well, maybe. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but you may try it. Look, guys, I challenge you to try it. Just fuck around one day. Let us know how just it do goes. It. But don't do it at your corporate office where you work, okay? No. Don't do it with the secretaries and shit. And this is a beautiful thing about the lifestyle is that oh my gosh. you can be yourself. Yes. At work, you'll get in trouble. Right. If you speak your mind oh, and yeah. you make jokes and you're yourself, <sighs> then what I like about the lifestyle is it allows you to shine through. Absolutely. And, and be yourself, use your humor, and be with like-minded individuals, which is uh, very beautiful. But yeah, in the lifestyle, you're starting to date again. Absolutely. So you got to work on your game. Yeah. Right? We're going to show you when we get to the strategy section, we're going to give you <laughs> five really cool strategies that are going to help you to get more dates, more sexy dates with better people than you've ever thought possible. So that's coming up in just a moment. So number four is sneaking around. Yeah, that's a funny one. Yeah, it sounds naughty. No, it sounds funny because it reminds me of the Amazon show Sneaky Pete. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Sneaky Pete could be a name that we give to somebody in a playroom, like some dude that's just Oh, yeah. Like he just rolls up behind a chick yeah. and just tries to like stick it in. Right. Or he's just some fucking guy who's just hanging out near a couple uh-huh. trying to get in where he fits in, right? Just get some default action. <laughs> <laughs> so remember back to your high school days, did you ever try to sneak around behind your parents' back? I mean, like get yeah. out of the house, yeah, yeah. maybe beat your curfew or pretend you were asleep and then- or Sneak in sne- late. Or sneak in late. Try not to make noise when yeah. you come back in. <laughs> and now, as an adult in the lifestyle, you're sneaking around your kids and your neighbors this yeah. time. Dude, you leave, like these ladies will leave their home with a trench coat in the summer Damn. with high heels yes. and stilettos yes. because underneath they have a full-on like the lingerie bodysuit or something, right? Mm-hmm. But you are having to sneak around a lot. Here's what this comes down to. Like if you had that curfew when you were young, well, guess what? You now have to get back because your babysitter, you only have her till midnight oh, probably, yeah. or, or till uh, one in the morning. Right. Maybe you're lucky and you have a full-time nanny, which listen, guys, that is a secret That'd to be- a powerful marriage. Yes. No, it seriously is. Like, look, speaking from experience here, a lot of people, you know, they struggle with, we need to get out. We don't have time for ourselves. Yes, you do. You just got to get yourself a full-time nanny. And I know that that's a very elegant choice. And, and yes, it costs money. And yes, it's pretty involved. Yeah. But once that's in place, you have your life back. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you just have to simulate that somehow. If you don't have the full-time au pair or your full-time nanny, then what you do is you get an in-law or maybe you have grown children that can take care of the other younger children or you get yourself a babysitter or you pay her enough money Yeah. because she's going to look at it as, hey, I get paid to study Yeah. because all she's doing is studying for her school Right. and the kids happen to be you know, eating pizza in the next room. Or asleep. Or asleep, yeah. right? You just have to be able to work that correctly. But you know, the whole curfew thing is actually very true. We see people at lifestyle clubs. Yes, we do. They get there early and they want to play early. Yeah. And you know they need to get home. They Look, need to get home. And it's and it's a good idea to start playing early anyway, because a lot the, of people, they want to just, like start playtime at like one in the morning. That's a huge tip. Yeah. It really is. For those of you who are new to this, do your best to play early because you're going to be able to play often, maybe do a round two and just have additional fun. Yeah. But don't be like these couples that hit the club. They go slow. They dance. They drink. They walk around the playrooms. Mm-hmm. And then by the time one o'clock rolls around, one in the morning, yeah, club closes at three or five in the morning or whatever, you start seeing the face of desperation on yeah. couples' faces. Like, right. dude, are we going to fuck tonight? Where's that couple that we saw earlier exactly. that smiled at us for a millisecond? Yeah. <laughs> Where's that couple that kind of looked our way and I don't know if they smiled or not, but maybe they'll be effective. Right. If we can work with them, we could fuck them. You're like, shit, it's one in the morning. We got to get to our babysitter. Yeah. But also you start seeing the people like, wow, are we going to play tonight? That's right. You paid money for a babysitter. You orchestrated your schedule to be able to get to the club. And then because you decided that your self-esteem wasn't in place, or maybe you felt that the stars didn't align, you didn't approach that couple. You didn't walk around all smiley and uh, as a good conversationalist and, you know, do cheers with people and just be a goofball and just have a good time and show your sense of humor. By the time one o'clock rolls around, you're sitting there in desperation like, dude, I spent all this money to be here tonight. I'm away from my children. I'm away from my pets. I'm away from my little babies, my kitty cats or my doggies, family members. Yeah. To be here, dude, we got to make something happen. Right. So you don't want to have a bad experience as you get closer to the end of the night. Right. So my wife has a great point there. Start to play early. Start recruiting your couples early. Mm -hmm. Start asking them, hey, you guys feel like playing tonight? What are you guys into? What kind of questions would you hit up a girl with at the swingers club? I would say. Or house party, wherever they're at. Sure. I would say, are you guys a full swap couple? Or I'd ask the girl, 
do you find my husband attractive? Would you do stuff with him? Because I find your husband very attractive. I think you're hot. We like you guys. Yeah, you're like no you know? bullshit type person. Well, yeah, get to the point. This is exactly how you do it. I've heard you do it before. Yeah. Like you just hit him with it. I mean, there's no sense in wasting time or beating around the bush. No, because you're going to know immediately. We talked about this before. In the lifestyle, it's a game of sorting couples. Yes. And that's all you're doing in life to begin with. You're just sorting people. Hey, are these real friends? Are these superficial friends? What's up? In the lifestyle, it's the same thing. Hey, are these people that are down to fuck? And if they are, are they down to fuck us? Because right. if not, we're going to move on to the next person. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, we're going to find someone who's down. Well, that's a logical plan. And yeah. that's exactly what happens. But you got to get that started early. Yeah. So number five would be developing your identity. In high school, you crafted the image that suited you back then. Maybe there was a group that you wanted to hang out with. So you started wearing the same clothes or listening to the same music that they did. You just wanted right. to fit in. So you changed something about yourself in order to belong to that group a little bit better. And then you're doing it today, too. Yeah. I mean, back then you either threw on the Metallica shirt yeah. or you wore the certain sneaker that everyone wanted or you wore your hair in, in a similar style to your buddies and your friends or the girls, right? I don't know your age as a listener, but maybe you had that feathered hair, that really high hair, kind of 80s like, oh, right? the wall of bangs. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like the huge, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you started assimilating and fitting into certain cliques and groups that you felt more comfortable with. We kind of alluded to this earlier, but yeah. you know, you're either with the super smart nerdy types mm -hmm. or you're hanging out with the athletes and you're finding out where you're going to fit in. Now, look, in a different episode, we're going to talk about the different developmental stages and we're going to break it down to how most people stop developing at an early age. So sure. who you were in high school, a lot of times can be the same person who you still think you are today. And unfortunately, if you had an issue in high school where maybe you were bullied or maybe you had a situation where maybe you were overweight or maybe you had terrible acne or maybe you had uh, something going on with your body sure. or maybe you just felt inferior for some reason because of your home life. Look, we get it, folks. People come from all different walks of life and if you still hold those limiting beliefs today, they can tend to affect you in the lifestyle, just like they actually affect you in your overall life, in your vanilla world. If you're still lacking in self-esteem, then you're going to lack when you're looking for the new job. You're not going to perform at your high level when you're asking for a promotion. Right. And so a lot of times people will say, hey, I'm still that fat kid stuck in an adult body. Mm -hmm. And I still have the same emotions. I mean, you struggled with weight as a youngster, right? And you, oh, so you yeah. can relate to some of this. Yeah. From a very young age. I mean, I was, I was like the chubby kid in class and I went to a very small private elementary school and then Catholic school and Catholic school and Catholic high school. Too. Yeah. And Catholic high school. So I avoid that. I always go around. <laughs> the ones you avoid. So I go around. We never would have run into each no, other I take the at the time. Okay. I just want to, yeah. But yeah, I went I take to the back streets. <laughs> <laughs> the alleys, the, the unmarked roads on I the wait maps. In the alley. <laughs> I'm so. just kidding. Hey, I'm fucking around, guys. Don't fucking take me seriously, man. It's just a joke here, right? This is our sense of humor. Just an inside joke. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> but yeah, I did struggle with body image. And I mean, really from a young age, I was teased a lot, teased every day on the way home from the kids that lived in the neighborhood. And that stuck with me. And that was the image that I had of myself, even growing through high school and college, those insecurities, the low self-esteem about I knew I was smart. I knew I was kind. I knew I was a really good person. But my feelings about myself were really tied to my physical appearance and my thought of how beautiful or not attractive that I was to other people. Even just last year. Yeah. When oh, yeah. we visited. And by the way, we have an episode coming up where we're going to talk about our first swing club experience, how that went down, you know, how awkward it was. And it yeah. was awkward. <laughs> It was really awkome. And yeah, it was it was a little strange. It was fun and it was great. And it was we went exciting. back. We used to go like every weekend, yeah. Friday and Saturday. Yeah, sometimes Friday and Saturday. It was terrible. <laughs> we're going to talk all about that. But even uh, just a year ago mm -hmm. when we had our first experiences, you struggled with what kind of clothes you wanted to wear. Like, I didn't have anything sexy well, in you, my closet. Because you're a corporate type of person. So yeah. you wore, you know, custom shirts, French cuff suits, power right. suits for presentations, things like that. Right. Even our first swing club experience, I went in a full on suit. The website said, fashionable attire dressed yeah. to impress. And I'm like, oh, dude, oh. nice custom suit, no tie, nice what, shirt. What's better cuff, than that? Yeah. Looking classy. Yep. Oh, dude, everyone was in t-shirts, jeans, sneakers. It's like, I felt so out of place. And so we're going to discuss that in that episode, but you, we had to go on a shopping spree for you and you loved that. But did you I find did. some things that you could rock and feel really sexy in? 
Yeah. So I was on a search. I was on a mission to find something that I felt was sexy and flattering at the same time. I mean, I saw a lot of chicks walking around clubs completely naked in oh, yeah. see-through lingerie that was tight, that wasn't necessarily right for their body, even though I think all kinds of people are beautiful. That's right. And if you're confident and you own it, well, more power to you. And oh, I love that. The confidence is the most beautiful thing. It, it is. And you it smile a lot out. and you're confident. We love it. It's like a fucking magnet. It's and, beautiful. And so I wanted to feel that way going through the lifestyle club. So I went on a mission. I found that the best thing for me, it's like my lifestyle uniform now, yeah. is where I will wear body suits. That show your titties. Deep cut. Deep V cut. Yep. Deep V cut. Body suits. Low back. Stuff that gives me easy access or other people easy access to, your titties. to my titties. <laughs> so bodysuit and then a skirt that goes on top of it. And then some kind of high heel that the, I can walk around in. The bodysuit has little snaps right on your pussy. Yeah, most of them have snaps at the bottom. Did you do that to give the girls and the guys <laughs> quick access to your slit? That's how I chose them. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, but they do have, right? If someone's good and they practice, they can unsnap it with one hand. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Most of them are just two snaps and that you in. can do with one little flick if you get it both fingers at the same time. We were at the swing club just <laughs> I think two weeks ago uh -huh. and some girl bit your clit. She did? You remember that? Yes, I We'll do. talk about that. In, in, <laughs> that was funny. We'll talk about that. Let's just say uh, my lady joined the dance contest at midnight. Yes. Where you can win certificates and stuff like that. That was fun. And you did win a trip to Sea Mountain Inn. I did. So we're going to have to use that. The one in Vegas. Yes. That, that'll be coming up. We have not been to that one yet. I'm waiting. Sea I Mountain can't wait Inn, to see it. The Desert Hot Springs location is pretty cool. So it's the one beautiful. in Vegas, I imagine, is very nice. But yeah. she bit your pussy. She bit my clip, man. You were wearing your fancy bodysuit again. I was. And right. I think I had undone my snaps on stage. Right. So you could get down and dance. So I could get down and dirty and do you the know, twerk moves. I was twerking on stage. Yep. And then she came right up on stage, got underneath me yep. and positioned herself so that I was sitting on her face. She's pretty. She's hot. She has a great body. She's too. a great friend. She even told us she struggled with body issues too. Oh, yeah. I look at her body and her body is beautiful. Her body's amazing. She's I think a, she looks hotter than me. She's like a tall girl, like yeah. not too tall, but she's, you know, I don't know. She's nice maybe legs. like 5'8". Yeah. But with heels, she oh, looks really tall. Fuck. I think she's super sexy. Guess what she told us? Yeah. She thinks she's fat. Ugh, right? No way. So that's what we're talking about here, though. Right. You can conquer that. Absolutely. And we're going to give you guys some strategies to make that easier. But you're going to develop your identity. And we're going to talk about how when you start getting into character in the lifestyle, it's going to help you tremendously. And we'll discuss how to best do that techniques that we've learned in the past to get into yeah. character. How you can reinvent yourself. Yeah. yeah. And so when you talk about in this final number five, developing your identity slash crafting your character, because you're at a point where you can reinvent yourself. Let's just say back in high school, if you ever had to transfer schools or you were in a family that moved to a new town, yeah. you could tell the new friends anything you wanted. <laughs> sure. Right? You could be the rebel kid. You right. could be the very smart person. It didn't matter. You're in a new city, new town, new set of friends. Guys, same thing with the lifestyle. You're embarking on this beautiful journey and we want to help make it a beautiful journey for you. So we invite you to keep listening to the podcast because these are going to get better and deeper as we start to take out things from our tool belt that we have from the stuff that we teach to the vanilla world where we charge a bunch of money yeah. to go into companies, corporations, entities, agencies, and we teach them a lot of mind tricks. And let's just say that we have a deep background in mind shift work, change mm -hmm. work, personal transformation, personal transformation, personal power type thing, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, yep. hypnotherapy, hypnosis, things like that. Very powerful strategies oh, that we're going to be sharing with you guys later on that are going to help you tremendously. They've helped us. We've helped many students and we want you to benefit from it. And we want to just share them with you guys for free on the podcast Yeah, because uh, you know we enjoy our listeners. We love our listeners. And so... So we want to just pay it forward and help make you a better person. And we'll talk about this a little bit later before we close out coming up next year. Anything else on developing your identity? Um, just that, you know, back in high school, when you were changing your identity, it was more that it was like a time for self-expression. And yeah. it's actually the same thing <laughs> now. I mean, you're you might like to dress up in costumes or you might really love the theme nights, the 80s nights or the sexy secretary that's night. Right. You know, that's your identity, your lifestyle alter ego, which we're going to talk about it's in like a little a, bit. It's like a bridge transformation. So yeah. maybe you're not the outgoing person that you want to strive to be. Right. But the costume helps you become that person. Yes. And so anything that helps is great. 
I've gone to teach inside companies and corporations that do phone sales. And sometimes these people in the phone rooms, there's people selling, but they're wearing funky outfits, like huge glasses, like for a clown or huge cowboy hats. And they do this because they're faced with rejection every single day and they're trying to get people's attention. So the only way for them to stay sane and have a great time at the office is to just be super playful all the time. Gets you in the mood because you're dialing for dollars and you're making these cold calls, which is challenging in itself. Oh, very. So they have to get into what they call also character. Yeah. Right. So they become this other person. So again, in the lifestyle, you dress up, you can become whoever you want. You see these older men who are, you know, pushing 50 years old, but their clothing is like a 20 year old. Yes. You know, they're wearing the sneakers, the Chuck Taylors, right? The Converse. Mm-hmm. They're wearing the jeans. They're wearing the affliction shirts or whatever, right. the little trendy type shirts or V-neck. Kind of stuff. Very youthful. And so they're also, again, reinventing themselves. Nothing wrong with that. They're just presenting to the world who they are at the heart level. Right. So, you, hey, man, this is who I am. This is who I am right now. Dude, don't try to judge me, man. This is who I am. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys will shave their head because they're already balding. Their head is thinning. Yes. So they just shave the whole thing off. Guess what? All of a sudden, now that the hot guy that maybe is in law enforcement or he's like a military <laughs> guy. Right. I love that. And this guy may be an accountant, that type of thing. So this yeah. is what we're talking about, guys. It's time for reimagination and transformation that will help you get what you want, which ultimately is more dick and what? More pussy. New pussy. New (laughs) pussy. Like we talked about. (laughs) On a previous episode. New pussy to me, not, you know. Just different than your wife's That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, dude. (laughs) So as we parallel the similarities between the lifestyle and high school, we're really excited to let you know how you can take all your life experience that you have now and actually channel it into creative energy that will help you grow as a person. And just by default, you're going to grow as a lifestyler so that you can make this the best time of your life again, just like high school was. Yeah, of course. This is a time for self-discovery and a new facet of your life that you're about to explore. And it is a fun journey. So we're going to give you right now five strategies for success, and they are powerful. We'll discuss them briefly with a couple sentences, and we will help elaborate. By the way, these strategies for success will be uploaded to our website. You can find them at priorysociety.com forward slash episode six. Okay, and we're going to put links. You should find links around here, find links around this page where you can link back to our website and get all the details, right? All the show notes and, you know, behind the scenes stuff that we use to make sure we stay on topic and so forth. So number one of five on the strategies for success is to develop your character in the lifestyle. Now, this can be done as individuals, um, as individuals in the relationship and as a couple together. Now, a lot of the time what happens when we're on the shooting range, my instructors, these are, you know, bad motherfuckers, military guys, SWAT. These guys are federal law enforcement. They're big time operators, military contractor types. These are the guys that are brought in to do special clinics for local law enforcement for reality-based training. So they have shoot houses, things like that. These guys, when they're teaching a course and they're doing drills, the first thing they say to all the participants, hey, motherfuckers, get into character right now. We're about to break down the store. Here's our objective. They map out on a or whatever. Here's what we're going to do in this quick mission. Yeah. We need to go in there, take this bad guy out or these three bad guys out, rescue a hostage, gather intel, whatever. When we're at the range and they go around, they're like, get into character. They have to remind everyone to control your breathing. You need to get home safely. Remember your objective. Right. Cover your partner's back. Don't get tagged. Be safe. Yeah. Because you're around people. These guys, they're not messing around with paintball, right? This is live ammunition in a shoot house. So when we talk about the firearms training and getting into character, their confidence goes through the roof. They become the huge alpha male that is super powerful, and they know that they can win the battle with overwhelming training, speed, and force. That's how battles are won. That's how fights are won. The person with the better techniques and the faster response, right? Yes. So the same thing with the lifestyle, guys. When you're going out to the lifestyle club, get into character that you have already developed as a result of knowing what to look forward to. And we've talked about this. Yeah. This whole episode is about that. Control your breathing. Who are you? Who have you told people you are? Listen, did you shave your head because you had that ring of fire on your head with the gray <laughs> hairs all around? And you're right. just like, dude, I'm going to shave it. Do you have a motorcycle now? You're a bad boy now. Oh. You're a desirable motherfucker. Yes. You're like the person that every chick wants. Yeah. <laughs> right? Whatever your character is, stay to it, stay congruent, stay true. That's right. And we're going to go through these and they build on each other. Ultimately, you either want to get laid or make friends. Oh, yeah. Right. And we've said it before that the lifestyle can be used to make some great friends, but you can't take your friends and turn them into swingers in the lifestyle. Right. But you can certainly develop some nice friendships. Absolutely. 
And so what is your objective when you go out? Obviously, you don't want to force yourself on people. No. But if your objective is to play, then have some tactics, man. Don't walk around the swing club like you're a dummy, going near the food, getting liquored up at the drinks, you know, spending too much time doing stupid shit. Right. Dude, you are on a mission, man. Yeah. Get behind your objective. Put yourself in front of the people that you think are good looking. Smile a lot. Say hello. Introduce yourself. Absolutely. Clink glasses. What else would you tell them to do to be magnetic in the club scenario? I'd say you've got to smile. You have to be approachable. And the fact that you're going to a place where people are open to lifestyle play doesn't mean they're going to fuck you, but they're generally very friendly people. The fact that you go over to say hello and start a conversation, that's all it is. And that's all it takes to get started. But if you don't have the character that you're true to yourself and what you want and what you're looking for in the lifestyle, if you don't have that confidence, that unstoppable confidence. Right. That's going to show. We're going to teach all about that. Yeah. Confidence. But look, don't be wishy-washy. You know, don't pretend you're a badass if you're really not. Right. So if you're going to be a nerdy guy, be the nerdy guy. Yeah. But be a funny nerdy guy that's magnetic and makes jokes and, you know, it's attractive life of the party and has a great time. Yeah. Right. If you're going to be the tall, dark and handsome guy. Remember, tall, dark and handsome isn't always great. Sometimes it just means tall, lanky and boring. Because you're like the silent, quiet type. Right. So just make sure you have a nice balance to who you're pretending to be because you won't be pretending for very long. Who you become is who you become. Correct. And who you're growing to be in the lifestyle is the most important part of this whole thing. Remember, we're talking about being out at a party right now. It also applies to your online profiles. Be congruent with who you are. Develop your character. Share the pictures that help craft your persona. Correct. And when we say craft your persona, it generally means that you allow yourself to be who you are. When you work on yourself and you're developing your character, it means that you're comfortable with letting your true self shine and come forward. Now, we also talked about staying in your own lane a little earlier in the show. And babe, why don't you go ahead and elaborate on that? Yeah, it's very brief. When you stay in your own lane, that just means be realistic with who you are and who you're trying to attract. Yeah. So again, you're not the all-star athlete. Don't go out there and stand right behind the beautiful cheerleader type girl at at the bar and masturbate behind her, (laughs) you know, while poking her in in her liver area. (laughs) Right. Right. Don't, Don't you know, just don't, don't be a weirdo. If you are someone who's maybe a little bit overweight right now, you're still working on yourself. Don't expect for that little four foot little gal, don't expect to roll up on her and start like wanting to do the lambada with her right? and start poking her in her abdomen with your boner. Right. Okay. <laughs> Look, everyone's after an initial attraction. So experiment with this. You're a slightly overweight guy or gal. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, maybe target people that love that shit. People love a big booty. Or dad people bod. Love, people love dad bods. Yeah. Absolutely. You want to get that cheerleader girl? Guess what? It doesn't hurt to try. Go up to her. Say hello. You don't know. You may be just her type at that moment. Right. Or you may be the person that actually goes up and has a conversation with her because most people are too intimidated by her looks or what they think she's thinking to even go and say hello. Yeah. People get too hung up in their own mental games and message units that they uh, paralyze themselves from moving forward. So Mm -hmm. again, staying in your own lane, be true, be congruent. Don't be wishy-washy. Don't be afraid to approach people because you never know. Number two of the five strategies for success is to work on yourself. Hit the gym often, guys. If you can't go because you've got work or kids, you know what? Just get your ass up early. Do some P90X jumping jacks in the living room. You don't need a lot of space for that. Just clear the, move the coffee table or whatever. Get a, one of those Peloton cycles, get a treadmill do some calisthenics or those are like a prison style exercises. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Have your kids walk out and be like, dad, why are you doing upside down handstand pushups? You know what I mean? Or have your kids sit on your back while you do pushups. Yeah. You don't need to get yourself to the gym. We understand if you're busy, but the idea is that you do want to start developing your physique, your body. Look, there's something that's called the swingers fitness Mm -hmm. and the ultimate swingers body. You're going to get sore if you're not ready. Yeah. And you fuck right. in one of those uncomfortable playrooms sure. where you're kind of having to watch your back, like, oh, looking over to your wallet, make sure no one's taking your pants mm-hmm. or your shoes or whatever. And you're in these awkward positions because that couple insists on playing on the same bed. So you're on a little corner. Right. And so you're going to be in very awkward positions. You want to start getting in shape now so you can hang. So you're not all sore and uncomfortable the very next day. Absolutely. Start getting into swinger shape. Start doing some stretches, some exercises. Mm-hmm. Start working on yourself, guys. Look, eat better, man. Yes. Make more elegant decisions about what you put in your mouth. Another way you can learn to work on yourself is to have better communication with other people. I mean, when you're trying to approach someone. It's not just your body. 
Exactly. Although that is very important for initial attraction purposes. Absolutely. Because a lot of people, they still base their initial attraction on physical and outward appearance. (laughs) If they're not attracted to you physically. Yeah. You know, they're going to be your friends and they'll have a drink with you, but are they going to let you touch their ding dong or their downstairs cookie jar? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Right. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe if they're drunk enough and it's two in the morning at the club and you're the only person left. Yeah. And it was a, you know, they had a dry spell or something. It does help if you are the most attractive version of yourself so that people can find you attractive and the odds are in your favor. Yes. Right. And so you just have to start making some better and more elegant choices. Yes. And then in the way you approach people, have a nice opener in mind. Don't just send an email to another couple online that says, what's up? You guys ready to fuck tonight? How you doing tonight? Yeah. Let's get together. Come to our house. What you up to for tonight? Right. That doesn't really say anything about you. It doesn't say what you want. I mean, ultimately, we know what you want, but you would improve your chances by working on your communication strategies and putting like a little more personal touch on the email or the initial message that you send somebody. Let them know that you read their profile, that you know a little something about them. Yeah. Don't make it seem like you sent out 20 messages of the same kind. Exactly. And all you did was change their name at the top. Quote something from their profile. Make a comment about one or two pictures. Hey, love that picture of you guys at Desire. I recognize the sign on the beach. Hey, guys, love that you're smiling in a lot of your pictures, right? Yeah. We like to say that because generally we only message people who smile a lot in their pictures. Right. If they're sitting there trying to do a serious face, I'm like, dude, who are you? You're not Tom Cruise, man. Yeah. You're making this serious face. You're, this is not GQ magazine. This is your online profile. I want to make sure you have teeth under that those lips. <laughs> exactly. So show your teeth a little bit. Yeah. I want to make sure they're not all black. Right. I just want to make, you're going to be kissing my lady, dude. I want to make sure, you know, you have a certain level of hygiene. So guys, don't be scared. Show your teeth, show who you are, but definitely increase your level of communication because look, you can look beautiful, but if you're a dummy or if you're just not someone who's super sharp, yeah. what do they say? You're not the sharpest tool, tool in the, in the shed? shed. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not that person, Hey, your looks can only take you so far, guys. This is why you have to have a nice balance of everything. Absolutely. And if you are the type of person that is indecisive, you don't speak up for yourself. If you actually become more assertive and learn how to ask for what you want, that's that's way better. You'll get more out of your experiences in the lifestyle. You're also not going to seem like a wimp. Or exactly. like, a, like a sissy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Although that that is a thing. That's a kink, right? A little sissy that's cuck true. boy in the corner, sure. right? You know, and that's cool. We understand that. Some people do that just in role play. That's not really who they are in real life. You right. know, they just like to be humiliated sometimes in a cuckold scenario mm-hmm. because they have a high powered job or whatever. This is not that podcast. We'll do that in another podcast. But the thing about communication is absolutely what my lady was saying. You don't want to appear to be someone who just, hey, let's just go wherever the wind blows. Hey, exactly. What kind of bar do you want to go to? Do you want to go to a bar? Do you want to go to a restaurant? Oh, uh, well, what do you want? It's like, dude, that's not attractive to ladies, man. Yeah. That's not attractive to other men. And remember, the men are judging you just as much as the ladies are. So, dude, you need to start communicating a little better. Hey, what do you guys want to do? A bar, a restaurant? No, fuck that. You guys want to get some drinks? Let's get some drinks first and we'll get some nibbles at the bar. Oh, sounds like a great idea. What's the worst that can happen if you say that? Well, they may say, well, we want a full seated dinner. And you could say, all right, no problem. They have a bar there. Let's just go someplace that has a bar and easy parking. Right. You know, do that. You, know, you don't have to put your foot down and be an asshole about it. But it's kind of nice that someone stands for something. Absolutely. And that is attractive because yeah. that shows confidence. All right. So the next one here is number three in the strategies for success. Step up your marketing. Yes. Here's what this means, guys. Start developing your social media profiles. Okay. We have an upcoming episode that's going to tackle this topic and we're going to spend the whole episode on it. But here are just a few things that you can do today to start seeing results immediately. So go back to your online profile and answer all the questions, fill in all the blanks. And I want you to look at your profile in the mode where everyone else will see your profile. In other words, click on your profile name to kind of see it, how it appears to others. Yeah, good idea. Make sure your pictures are pretty damn amazing, right? Don't just show a picture of the balloon knot, the asshole, (laughs) which that should be a leather bound perverted dictionary. The balloon knot. You know, when you tie a balloon, you used to play water balloons as a kid. You know. And you tie the knot. Yeah. And it has the striations, a little fiber. That's the balloon knot. That's the asshole. It looks exactly like that. I just want the people to know because it's going to prepare them for a life of enlightenment. Absolutely. So don't just show a close up of your balloon knot with like a little dingleberry there, dude. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Look, show yourself head to toe. Here's what I see when I see profiles that don't have pictures full body. Uh It's a bunch of selfies. Yeah. Here's what I think. They're not confident enough to stop some stranger and say, excuse me, would you please take a picture of us? That's right. Excuse me, would you please take a picture of me and my wife? We want to capture this moment. Excuse me, ma'am, would you do me a favor? Would you please take a picture of us? 
I'm happy to take a picture of you as well if you need one. Yeah. It tells me that they're not man enough or confident enough as a female to go up to a stranger to say, excuse me, take my picture, motherfucker. I want this. I need to show full body shots, man. Yes, you do. Take your marketing seriously. Everything you do on social media profiles, on your Twitter, it's all marketing, guys. Sorry to tell you. Titty Tuesday, right? It's all marketing. I'm a good looking person. I have nice titties. I'm fuckable. Send us a message. Let's go get drinks. Maybe we'll get down and dirty after drinks. Okay. You post pictures of your Las Vegas trip, of your trip to your Mexican resorts. It's all marketing. Hey, we have money. We have time to get away. We lead a certain type of lifestyle. That's right. We're cool people. People put pictures of their boats. Hey, look, we're at the river. Check it out. Guess what? We can afford a $100,000 boat. Guess what? We have time to enjoy these things. Look at my tan. Guys, it's all fucking marketing. Yes. Unfortunately, it's all bullshit, but it's very effective at the same time. Look at Hollywood. Look at magazines. It's all marketing. Oh, yeah. Movies, all that shit. In fact, when you look at a movie budget, half of the budget is marketing expense. Buying trailers, airing the trailers, buying billboards, the whole side of skyscrapers with a wrap on a building and cars, all that shit. They need to be on top of mind awareness of the public. Absolutely. So when you think about your online profiles, guys, start developing these things. Would you go out with someone like you? Would you send a message to this person? Especially if where it says, who are you looking for? What are you looking for? Oh, well, we love Vegas and we love to drink and we love to full swap. It's like, all right, well, dude, you didn't really tell me anything about you. That so doesn't paint a good picture. We need more than a few sentences. Guys, go visit our profile on Cassidy.com, Latino Sexy Couple. I'll put a link on our website as well, mm-hmm. on PriorySociety.com, where you can link directly to it. Look at the structure we have. Look at the bullet points we use. Look how scannable it is. It, it isn't one big ass paragraph, all caps. In a crazy font. Or yeah, we noticed that the longer our profile got, the more quality messages and quality people started contacting us. So now when I see a profile that only has one word, just starting or a, a couple few words, a few sentences or more they to don't, come. Yeah. It said the same thing for like, four months right or they don't have any description of the guy or the girl like or no stats, pictures of the guy or no pictures of the guy or they don't say what their play preferences are and then i'm thinking you're expecting me to do a lot of work on a guessing game here and i want to be able to scan your profile i want to see your pictures i want right. to i want to get some of your personality from what i'm reading and the pictures that i'm perving that's correct people are making a decision whether they're gonna contact you in the first three four seconds maybe five seconds at the most yeah i mean our attention spans are very short oh very nowadays short. Yeah. oh yeah about six seconds so if you're not capturing their curiosity you're fucked yeah Okay, so it just can't be a certain type of picture, man. Look, I don't need to see four bent over pictures and another five pictures in the same pose overhead from an extreme angle that your girl takes from above her head. Right. You need to step up your marketing, but with stepping up your marketing, it also means be true and be accurate and make a good representation of who you are. In fact, that's number four. Number four is represent yourself honestly. Not just practice being yourself. I mean, a lot of people in the lifestyle, they lie about a lot of things. Like Most things are lies. Yeah, yeah. Like their age, everything, their height, their weight, where they live. I understand the need for privacy. Okay. But when we meet you. We're we, going to know the truth. Yeah. We're going to be able to spot that shit. And not only that, but we can spot fakes and liars very easily just based on our training, but just based sure. on the fact that we love people. Yeah. And I'm, and we're curious. I'm inquisitive, man. Yeah. Right. I'm super curious. I love to hear people's stories and I want to know about them. I'm genuinely interested. So I'll ask questions. We had one couple that we met and we asked the guy, hey, what do you do for a living? Right. And then the girl jumped in and yes. said, oh, we don't talk about his job. She and just I'm thinking, shut down the conversation. And I'm thinking, okay, wait, you live in this part of the United States. You're super white and pale and you live in a very sunny part of the United States. In right. Like Arizona or New Mexico or something yes. like that. Yes, yes. I'm like, you don't have a tan, dude, deep underground military base. You work at the NSA, motherfucker. Nailed it. And he looked like a scientist. <laughs> yeah. like a, He looked like an analyst, right? Exactly. And uh, he was missing the glasses. I think he popped contacts in. Yeah. But his whole body was like a scientist type guy underground, <laughs> right. like an analyst. And I'm sitting there thinking, dude, just tell my lady, dude, because she's going to be enthralled with what you do, right? Yeah. Or make up some great cover, man. Right. Don't be a bullshitter halfway. Oh, we don't talk about my job. Okay, well, now you just killed the whole fucking vibe because now you seem like you're not being honest with us, man. What else are you fucking lying about? Exactly. Yeah. You kill the vibe, man. So look, if you have a job that requires you to maintain a lot of privacy, then create a really good cover. Sure. But don't create a cover like this fucking guy who was clearly a cop or SWAT guy, right? Yes. We met this guy in downtown, rolled up in a big truck. Yeah. Total policeman or fire, truck. Yeah. fireman truck mm-hmm. and uh, had the body, yes. had the demeanor, sat, was looking around. 
I could tell he was carrying a firearm. Uh-huh. It's called printing. When yeah. the firearm sticks out a little bit, it prints and it creates a little uh, fold of the fabric where you can kind of tell. Not only that, but he kept kind of adjusting it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Subconsciously, people do that. Yeah. Make sure it's not falling off and make sure it's not showing. He kept doing this to a sweater, kind of pulling a sweater away. Right. I could tell he had a firearm, right? I don't give a fuck. I had one too. Yeah. Right? It's like, dude, <laughs> exactly. wh- what are you worried about, man? If right. some shit goes down, it's better that you fucking tell me that you're armed. Thank you. Because I am armed too. And I'm going to protect my lady. And guess what? She's fucking armed too. Yeah. <laughs> so, dude, you're not the only guy who yeah. is quote unquote a bad motherfucker. We're all friends here. But he decided that he wanted to be very mysterious. Yeah. And he sat there and said, oh, I'm an engineer. And I'm like, oh, dude, what do you engineer? I'm a developer, dude. The listeners, I don't know if you know this, but dude, we build shit. We build buildings and shit. Right. So I want to know. I'm curious now. I'm, I'm like, oh, dude, what do you engineer, man? Structural <laughs> engineer? Do you do elevators? What I kind know. of work? And he goes, well, I, I just do work in some of these buildings uh, and I engineer. And I'm thinking, oh, your cover sucks. Like, you, you're like, I know all these buildings in downtown. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of course. We know the owners or we've been in them. Check right. this out. We have a friend that works in the Department of Homeland Security. He does a lot of top level investigations and shit. He is also a sales trainer is what he calls himself. That's right. He goes through various countries and does sales training. And he goes to an actual office. It's a regular office, but that's a cover office. It looks like a regular dude. So we know all about covers, right? I mean, oh, shit. Sure. Yeah. But he has a very believable cover. You ask him about, dude, so what kind of shit do you pitch? Boom. He pulls out almost a PowerPoint <laughs> and shit, right? right? I mean, this dude is prepared. And so guys, they're trained. Guys, as a swinger, you need to be prepared too. create your cover, create your story, create who you are. You're reinventing yourself. Absolutely. Representing yourself has to be honest. You have to be honest with who's going to show up to the bar, to the date. Yeah. You've got all these flattering camera angles and uh, don't use so much of that soft uh, filter on the selfie camera. Right. You know, those stupid cartoon overlays that give you the hog nose and the bunny ears and shit. Oh, guys, that's annoying. You're not in high school anymore, man. Nope. I understand the privacy thing, but you're going to do it with a cartoon. Okay, whatever. But here's the thing. If you're going to use a picture that makes you look like an animal, I don't know. But here's the other thing. Limit the group pics in your album yes, please. on your profile. Look, if you have a bunch of group shots and we don't know who's who and these people are not wearing condoms, whose belly is that? Whose penis is that? Whose right. wife is that? Or do you just play raw dog with everyone? You're going to start giving people the wrong impression. And some people do this. We'll look at profiles and there's mm-hmm. a lot of play pictures and there's groups of people like, who yeah. are you? Which one are you? All your pictures are in private. Can't see your face. Can't see your body. Right. So now you're showing me a full bodies of a bunch of people. Now yeah. I don't know who you are. Right. I can't see your skin tone with a turtleneck and that motorcycle dirt bike helmet that you're wearing in your regular album. Right. Can't see who you are, man. Yeah. So I've seen a so, hundred pictures and I still don't know what you look like. And that's the thing is we appreciate that you might be into orgies. We might not be into that. And we don't expect that to happen if we meet you. But we want to know that you've got a balanced profile. We want to see the both of you together, full body pictures, show who you are, show your interests outside of the lifestyle, too. I mean, we want to see what kind of hobbies you have going. Are you into guns like we are? Do you spend some time at the shooting range? Do you go camping? Are you in Vegas? I mean, we're looking for things that we can connect with and have in common. And these are things that are maybe not listed in your profile. So the pictures are going to share a lot of who you are at the core. Yeah. And so there you go. Share those lifestyle shots, not lifestyle as in the swinger lifestyle, Mm -hmm. you know, just things you do as hobbies. Share those pics. It's going to say a lot and people are going to gravitate to one or two pics. They may not like your text. They may not like your stats. Height, weight, ethnicity, whatever. Maybe you're not their ideal type. Yeah. But they'll see some of the pictures and they'll say, oh, dude, these guys are into that. We got to reach out to this couple. Oh, they seem like a lot of fun. Yeah, we do that all the time, especially if yep. we see a couple or a profile that has cigar picks on it and we love to smoke cigars. And we're right. like, oh, my God, they love cigars, too. At the very least, we can all sit around, enjoy a nice smoke, have yeah, sexy absolutely. conversation. Even if we never play. Exactly. But it's difficult to find people who smoke, who appreciate a nice stogie right. in the lifestyle. A lot of people are into weed and the vapes and all that. And sure. I get it. That stuff is cool. Yeah. But cigars, man, it's tough to find. And again, we smoke cigars, but not often. And we certainly never do it on a potential play date before a date after a date sometimes we've done that yeah after we're done Afterwards. and we fucked a couple or whatever yeah. we'll do a celebratory cigar absolutely and we'll just do it on our own yeah right we've actually shared one with couples we and have. said hey you guys want to try a cigar pull out our kit have a nice smoke that was fun it's a good time yeah so number five on the strategies for success this is the last one would be to get offline and show up in person get off your phone get off your computers and super important right oh, i yeah. mean you got to see people face to face and that's the meet and greets yes 
go to hotel takeovers, house parties, go to live events where you can talk to people face to face, see what they look like. They can see what you look like because it's really hard, especially if your profile is not very well developed to get an actual picture of who you are as a couple so they can see how beautiful you are in person, how attractive you are. Well, yeah. Let them see how beautiful you are as a spirit, as a person. Yes. Get off of the internet (laughs) and get into the real world as fast as possible. Yes. This is a huge tip. Don't have an online courtship because you're having an online courtship with the idea of someone based on their limited text and shitty pictures. Yeah. Maybe they have awesome text and wonderful pictures that you resonate with, but more often than not, they don't have that. So you're trying to fill in the blanks with who you believe they are. Don't start having an affair mentally fucking someone in your virtual world. Right. Don't do that. Don't waste time. Have a conversation. This is how we do it. We establish a conversation with somebody. Either they reach out or we reach out to them. Don't be afraid to reach out. Reach out to people. Fuck it. Like their pictures. Let them know you're interested. When we send our first message, Uh we generally ask, would you guys like to meet for a drink? Right. Right away. If it's some kind of catfish, we stall it right there on the spot. Exactly. Okay. I'm not going to talk to this virtual person for a month and a half and then nothing's going to happen. They're going to cancel at the last minute because they weren't a real couple. Bullshit. Move it to the real world as soon as possible. Guys, this is a huge tip. This is going to allow people to be attracted to your real self, to your sense of humor. People are going to see who you really are. And, you know, so many people hide behind the airbrushed profile pics and two paragraphs of text. And people want to meet you guys. Give them what they're looking for. Give them what they want. Absolutely. You've crafted your character correctly in the lifestyle. You've gotten into character. You're congruent. You've worked on yourself. You've stepped up your marketing. You've represented yourself in communications correctly. Guys, don't stop it there and live in a virtual world. Get your ass to that meet and greet and touch people in person, not as a pervert. Okay. Right. When I mean touch them is like reach out and touch them. Yeah. Have coffee, have a drink, sit around, dance. Be yourself. Put yourself out there. You're going to find that the lifestyle is full of people that have potential to be lifelong friends. Oh, yeah. You're going to meet some beautiful people in the lifestyle. And as we begin the wrap up, we're going to leave you with some thoughts and make sure that this sinks in. And please review this podcast often because these strategies are going to help you guys become more fuckable. You need to be that, guys, right? Be the low-hanging fruit. Be the person who is accessible, funny, in tune, congruent, Yes. in tune with their sense of humor. They don't mind being themselves. They're not trying to be fake, mysterious, all this bullshit. Mm -mm. Dude, you're just being yourself, man. Ultimately, you can only fake it for so damn long. Right. What else would you have to say in closing? I would say be confident. Don't assume what other people are going to be attracted to and- Get out there. Yeah, because they may be attracted to you. They might be attracted to you. And you don't know, right? Right. Yeah, you don't know yet. And it's okay to make the first move. You They're... better make the first move. <laughs> exactly. Don't ever wait for people to make the move. No. No way. That's part of developing your character. Yep. You're a door kicker, badass motherfucker. That's right. Right? You're not going to kick down their door, literally, but you're going to say, excuse me, knock, knock, in terms of an email or at an event, walk up to them. Yeah. Hey, guys, you use a technique where you compliment the girl on what she's wearing, and that's a good opener. Like, what do you typically say to a chick at a party? I say, oh, I love your dress. That's so sexy. I love the way you dance. You you move really well. Or I love the way you did your hair. Oh, my God, you have such nice hair. Yeah, but you find a way to start touching them a little bit. Oh, like if I say, well, yeah, if I say, oh, I love your dress. It's hot. What's this fabric? And I'll touch the fabric. Or, oh, my God, I love your hair. And I might just caress their hair a little bit and they're like oh thank you and people love to be complimented it's okay for the girls to do that with the girls guys don't fucking do that to the chicks right (laughs) keep your hands off don't you dare touch a woman no okay until you know it's cool and you're in a play scenario don't sit there and caress her or do anything like that okay big tip yeah make sure you you hold back like girl to girl it's okay so yeah with the chicks you generally don't give a shit although we have experienced some chicks we were at a meet and greet one time in west hollywood remember that that's right we were there and my lady (laughs) she thought this girl was pretty and the girl was there as a single female i think she had just had a divorce or some shit right Right. so i don't know if she was still angry at the world or whatever but she seemed pretty crabby she seemed like a grouchy person 
she had some kind of corset on and I offered to help her tighten it up. She was trying to adjust it. I'm like, oh, here, honey, let me help you. And she's like, oh, no, I got it. I'm like, okay. And then I saw you, you reached the shoelace part to try to like tighten it up. Yeah. And she almost swatted your hand. Like, don't touch me type thing. Exactly. And you just got to wonder what's going on in her head because immediately when she did that, I erased her from my consciousness. Yeah. As soon as she did that, I was like, she's Mm -hmm. at a swingers meet and greet. She's being approached by a beautiful woman. Right. I was standing way back, but Mm -hmm. I was watching. Sure. And she's going to act like that. Really? I know it was weird. You can't do that, man. It was very strange. You got to be, she wasn't in tune with her own uh, sensuality. Mm -hmm. She wasn't congruent. Why are you at a swingers event yet you don't want anyone to talk to you or even help you? You weren't trying to fondle her. You weren't trying to touch her. You weren't trying to squeeze boobies. None of that. I was just being friendly. You were just being nice. Yeah. Conversation. Let me help you. Any other girl would have been like, oh my gosh, thank you, honey. I can't reach back there. Thank you. You're a lifesaver. Exactly. Right? She wasn't even that hot. Nah. She wasn't even that great. So I immediately thought, you know what, dude? That seems like someone who I don't want to even be friends with necessarily. Yeah, and has a bad attitude on Uh, top of it. Unless she changes her tune. We don't generally give people second chances. If we have an awkward interaction or you're an asshole to us or something like that, that's about it, man. There's so many people out there. Same with you guys. Oh, don't sure. don't sit there and dwell on what could have, should have happened with that one couple if they didn't make a move or you didn't make a move. There'll be other chances. But guys, you have to be, and I hate to say it this way, but you do have to be the aggressor, not in a right. pushy, sneaky, or sleazy way. But when I say aggressor is that you have to be the one that shows up, is present, and says hello. Yeah. Initiate contact. Absolutely. We got to watch our words. Initiate contact is like I picture, <laughs> I picture me cupping her pussy. <laughs> you know, initiating contact initiating. in three, oh. two, one. Oh, it's so supple. I love it. <laughs> Let me motorboat it. <laughs> motorboat the pussy. La, 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 la. Well, there you go, guys. If we were attorneys, we would have just proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that the lifestyle is like high school all over again. Hell yeah. And hopefully it made sense to our three loyal listeners. We love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Those three. We depend on you guys. <laughs> those three are going to be some enlightened motherfuckers. I'll tell you that. I hear that. You know what I mean? Yep. And we also want to thank our special in-studio guest. Oh, yeah. Who was that? Uh, Felipe, the inseminator, for all the irrelevant input that he provided today. So thank you, Felipe. Yeah, I had stepped out during your thing I know. in the very beginning. He just swooped did, right in. Did he do a good job? No. Okay. No, he didn't. And thank you, my love, for- He's still there. I could see him in the camera. <laughs> Is he hiding? Dude, I'm looking at our surveillance <laughs> he's, camera. He's, he's waiting he's, outside in the hallway? He's in the dark part. Yeah. <laughs> I see his feet sticking out of the little door area. Yeah, we got to deal with that. What is he doing there? I think he's waiting for waiting some action. Waiting for you. No, <laughs> not going to happen. Is that the guy that likes to cream pie the ladies? That's right. He does? Okay. He does like to cream pie and do raw dog. Okay. He thinks his sperm is like powerful or something. Yeah. That's his favorite. Okay, cool. And thank you, my love, for caring for our listeners so much that you really wanted to share these tips and strategies to help make them better lifestylers. Well, we did it together and we thought it was a nice way to bring the parallels from high school, but also prove to them that, hey, all the things that you struggled with in the past, Mm -hmm. they're not such a huge deal when you have a little roadmap to follow. Yep. And today we've given them a roadmap where if they just activate these parts of their life, they're going to have a better chance of attracting the people who they would like. Remember, this can be the most exciting time of your life. It's a chance to do it all over again, like a second beginning. So really take advantage of the life experience that you have and the opportunity that you have to do things better. And it is a small world and we do hope to meet you all at some point. So You know what? Be on the lookout for another sexy couple interview that we have coming your way. Then we'll give you the episode where we break down the mysterious sacred cube of success that will help you attract better playmates into your life. How about that? That's going to be a great episode. Yeah. You're going to be able to get higher quality dick and pussy into your life, whatever you're into. If you apply the principles. Well, you have to listen to the episode. Yeah. We're going to go into it and we're going to share some great nuggets. Yeah, so lots to look forward to. And in closing, as any good Boy Scout or prepper would know about the campsite rule, you always leave the campsite or the campground better than how you found it, meaning you leave the area cleaner and in better shape when you leave. In the same manner, you should always strive to have such a wonderful impact on your playmates that you leave them as better people as a result of having met you. You become better friends and lovers, perhaps friends for life. These will become people that you can count on to get naked with from time to time. Because let's face it, who wants to keep screening for new playmates all the time, right? Right. On that note, we love you guys and appreciate all of you for listening. Thank you so much. Thanks, sexy. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys. Love.
pleasure. The Priory Society Podcast.